Appearances can be deceiving. We've learned this through countless fairy tales. In Beauty and the Beast, the prince is cursed because he turns an old, haggard-looking woman away from his home, not knowing she was in fact a beautiful sorceress. In Snow White, the evil but beautiful queen disguises herself as an old woman to poison Snow White. Being beautiful does not make you kind or good, just as being not so beautiful does not make you evil. Yet in so many fairy tales, the evil villain is an old witch with a hooked nose who eats children. It seems when women get older, they have two choices, evil witch or wise granny. This misconception might have something to do with the two delightful folk tales that we will be discussing today, Baba Yaga and La Bafada. I love Baba Yaga because she is so hard to figure out. From Slavic folklore, Baba Yaga is an old witch who flies around in a magical mortar that she steers with a pestle, sweeping away her path of flight with a broom as she goes. She is followed by a great wind. Her home is a hut deep in the dark forest. This hut is atop giant chicken legs that spin around, never facing the front unless you chant. Little house, little house, turn your back to the forest, your front to me. The lock is made up of many sharp teeth. If that wasn't frightening enough, the house is surrounded by a fence of human bones and skulls on spikes that's eyes glow like fire. Baba Yaga is very tall and thin with bony legs and a long hooked nose. She has an insatiable appetite and is known to sometimes eat those who visit her. Much like the tale of Hansel and Gretel, she will feed you, wash you, then put you on her spatula and stuff you in the oven. However, if you are too big for the oven, she might let you go free. Once one enters the hut of Baba Yaga, what they say and do is very important and will be the deciding factor on whether or not she decides to eat you or help you. The name Baba Yaga comes from Old Slavic. Baba in Old Russian means midwife or sorceress. In modern Russian, Polish, and Serbo-Croatian, Baba means grandmother. Yaga refers to the negative angle of the name, meaning horror, anger, disease, or fury. Some see Baba Yaga as more of a goddess who rules over the elements earth, air, fire, and water. I wonder if there is some connection to the old crone aspect of the goddess Hecate, as the crone represents wisdom. She has three servants who control daybreak, sunrise, and nightfall. They are horsemen who ride through the forest towards Baba Yaga's hut, disappearing once they pass through her gate. They are each distinguishable by color, and she calls them by name. The white horseman, my bright dawn. The red horseman, my red sun. And the black horseman, my dark midnight. She has other servants whom she calls her soul friends. 
They are three pairs of bodiless hands that carry out tasks for her. Tasks like making bread or grabbing intruders. She also has a herdsman, a sorcerer named Koshay the Deathless. Koshay the Deathless is an evil, immortal man who torments young women. There is a wonderful story called The Death of Koshay the Deathless. Prince Ivan falls in love and marries a warrior princess named Maria Morivena. Before she goes off to war, she warns Ivan not to open the door to the dungeon while she is away. Not long after she leaves, his curiosity gets the best of him, and he opens the door. There he finds Koshay chained up and suffering. Ivan feels compassion for the old man and gets him water. After Koshay drinks 12 buckets of water, his powers return to him and he escapes. Once he escapes, he goes after Maria and kidnaps her. Ivan discovers this and goes after him, only to be killed. He is resurrected by three wizards who come in the form of birds of prey. They tell him to go to Baba Yaga to take one of her horses that is magical and will help him catch up to Koshay. But she discovers him. She makes Ivan undergo a series of tests before he wins her favor, and she gives him the horse, in essence, aiding the hero of the story. Ivan kills Koshay, burns his body, and saves his love. This is just one tale where Baba Yaga is less villain and more of a scary fairy godmother, helping the hero in her own perplexing way. The story of Baba Yaga has become more and more popular. In John Wick, she is referenced as the nickname of the main character, depicting him as some sort of boogeyman. She is also referenced in Hellboy, Supernatural, and one of my favorite animated movies, Spirited Away. Another popular tale featuring this complicated character is Vasilisa the Beautiful. This story shares many similarities to Cinderella. There once lived a merchant, his wife and his daughter, who from the day she was born was called Vasilisa the Beautiful. When the little girl was around eight years old, her mother fell ill and knew she would soon die. She called her daughter to her deathbed. She handed Vasilisa a small wooden doll and told her to remember her last words and not fail to carry out her wishes. I am dying, she said. With my blessing, I leave you this doll. Carry it with you always and never show it to anyone. When you feel sorrow or fear, take it aside, give it something to eat and drink. Then you can confide in it and ask it for advice or aid. She then kissed her daughter's forehead, blessed her, and passed away. Little Vasilisa grieved for her mother, but was comforted by the doll she left her. One particular night, she wept so hard that she couldn't sleep. So she took the doll, fed it some bread and water, 
and told the doll how much she missed her mother. The doll's eyes began to shine like fireflies and suddenly came to life. It ate the bread, drank the water, and said, Don't cry, little Vasilisa, for grief is worse at night. Shut your eyes and go to sleep. Things will look better in the morning. Vasilisa was comforted to have this doll that was blessed by her mother. A season later, the merchant remarried. He believed it was a good match as the woman had two daughters of her own and would be a kind stepmother to Vasilisa. Vasilisa found out quickly that her father's new bride was not what he thought. She was a cruel, selfish woman who married her father for his wealth. She held nothing but contempt for Vasilisa and hated her for her beauty. She and her daughters would force Vasilisa to do all the housework and continuously found difficult tasks for her to perform. Vasilisa endured this treatment without complaint. The stepmother's daughters grew thin and ugly, while Vasilisa only grew more beautiful, despite all of the hard tasks she had to do. Unbeknownst to them, Vasilisa could have never completed all of her chores without the help of her doll. Each night, she would feed it, give it a drink, and it would come to life. While she slept, the doll would complete all the chores she could not do herself. Years passed, and Vasilisa grew into a beautiful young woman. All of the young men from the village, rich and poor, asked for her hand. None were interested in her stepsisters, and this angered the stepmother. She made a rule that the youngest, Vasilisa, could not be wed before the older daughters. None were interested in the ill-tempered stepsisters, so the, suit the suitors stopped calling. There came a time when the merchant had to leave home and travel for work. He said farewell to his wife and daughters, kissed Vasilisa, and gave her his blessing. As soon as he left, the merchant's wife sold their home and moved them into a smaller home in a gloomy neighborhood at the edge of a wild forest. In this forest, in a hut surrounded by a fence of bone, lived a certain Baba Yaga. No one dared to go near the hunt the hut, for she eats people as one eats chickens. The stepmother knew this and would continuously send Vasilisa into the forest on errands in hopes that she would encounter the old witch and something terrible would befall her. But with the help of her enchanted doll, Vasilisa always returned safely. The stepmother concocted a plan. One night, the stepmother gave her daughters and stepdaughter certain tasks, making lace, knitting hose, and flax to be spun. Then she put out all the fires in the house, leaving a single candle for the girls to work by. One of the stepsisters blew out the candle, knowing her mother's plan. They were left in darkness. The sisters told Vasilisa that they needed light to finish their tasks. They told her to go to a hut in the forest and fetch fire from Baba Yaga. Vasilisa was afraid, but did as asked. In the dark forest, she fed her doll, 
and told her of her fear. The doll's eyes lit up and told her that she would not come to harm if she kept the doll with her. As she walked, she heard the sound of horse hooves. A man rode past, dressed in white on a white horse. As he passed her, it became twilight. She continued to walk for a time, and another man on horseback rode past her, this one all in red. Just as he passed, the sun rose. She walked all day before she reached the little hut on chicken legs. The hut was made of human bones topped with skulls, as were the fence and gate. Yet another horseman, all in black, galloped past her and through the gate and disappeared. The moment he did, it became night. It would have been dark if not for the skulls surrounding the hut. Their eyes glowed with fire, lighting the area. Suddenly, there came a terrible noise from the woods. The wind blew strong and the trees groaned. Then Baba Yaga, flying from the forest, riding in a great iron mortar that she drove with a pestle, sweeping her, her trail with a kitchen broom. She called out to the hut, Little house, little house, stand the way thy mother placed thee. Turn thy back to the forest and thy face to me. The hut turned around. The witch stopped and began to smell the air around her. Who is here, she snarled. Vasilisa stepped forward and bowed. It is only Vasilisa, grandmother. My stepmother's daughter sent me to borrow some fire. Well, she said, I know them, but if I give thee fire, thou shalt stay with me some time and work to pay for it. If not, I will eat you for supper. Baba Yaga gave her many difficult tasks to do in hope that Vasilisa couldn't complete them and she could eat her for supper. Each day when Baba Yaga returned, all of Vasilisa's chores were done. Baba Yaga was angry but pretended to be pleased, as was their deal. Of course, Vasilisa was being helped by her doll. On her own, she would never have been able to complete all her tasks. One day, Baba Yaga confronts her and asks, how on earth is she completing so many chores each day? Vasilisa knew to keep her doll a secret, so she simply said that she had the blessing of her dead mother. Baba Yaga flew into a fury. Get thee out of my house, she shrieked. I want no one who bears a blessing to cross my threshold. Get thee gone. Vasilisa ran into the yard toward the gate. The locks unlocked and the gate swung open. Baba Yaga grabbed a skull with burning eyes and flung it at her. There is thy fire for thy stepmother's daughters. Take it. That is what they sent thee here for, and may have joy of it. Vasilisa grabbed the skull and ran as fast as she could. When she reached her stepmother's house, she thought of throwing the skull away. Surely they have found fire since I left, she thought. But the skull spoke to her. Do not throw me away, beautiful Vasilisa. Bring me to your stepmother. Now since Vasilisa left, 
there had been a strange occurrence at her stepmother's house. No fire would light. For days they were without heat or light. So when Vasilisa returned with fire, they were actually happy to see her. They brought the skull into the house and gathered around it for heat. The eyes of the skull grew larger and shone brighter. They became hotter and hotter until the merchant's wife and her daughters were set on fire and burned to ashes. Vasilisa alone was left unharmed. The story ends happily for Vasilisa. She marries a prince and her father returns home. Baba Yaga ended up helping the heroine of this story, despite her frightening behavior. La Befana vien di notte con le scarpe tutte rotte, col vestito al romana viva viva la Befana. Porta cenere e carboni ai bambini cattivoni ai bambini belli e buoni porta cicci e tanti doni this was a poem i learned as a small child it tells of an old witch with tattered clothing who comes in the night to bring ashes and coal to bad children and candies and gifts to good children in italy after christmas there is something called the epiphany it is on january 6th and is supposed to be when the wise men found baby Jesus. Labafana encountered the wise men and was invited to come along, but she said she was too busy. Her regret for not going led her to every year during Epiphany going around to homes at night rewarding good children and punishing bad children. This was Italy's original Babbo Natale, Santa Claus which is an imported custom from America. La Bafana has pagan origins. It came from the tradition of burning an effigy of an old woman in the squares to celebrate the end of the year. It was a symbol of time cycles always ending and beginning again. These wicker puppets were set on fire in honor of ancient gods. The concept of La Bafana comes from an ancient culture who knew the secrets of nature. The coal that she leaves bad children was actually a symbol of fertility connected to the sacred bonfires and the sepal. The witch's broom is connected to the tree and nature rituals of the Celts in their forests. I find it interesting that a strict Catholic country still practices pagan-like traditions. The night of the Epiphany was considered a magical night and when the presence of the witch was most felt. La Bufana is the classic idea of a witch, tattered clothing, a long hooked nose, flying around on a broom with a somewhat frightening appearance. Yet, she is the Italian original version of Santa Claus, both delighting and frightening children. I myself got to see the bonfires on a train ride back to where I was living in Italy once. It was very beautiful. I also remember when I was little, blackening my teeth and putting scarves around my head to scare or surprise my dad. 
but he would just laugh and call me Bafana. It's good to see in both of these folktales that the scary witch isn't always as she seems. She may end up helping you, eating you, giving you candy or coal. It's anyone's guess, really. However, I think the message is clear, that to avoid getting on her bad side, we need to be good girls and boys, otherwise we might end up being burnt to a crisp by the eyes of a flaming skull. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone. I hoped you liked this episode. If you are interested, there are many tales out there that feature Baba Yaga. The stories I mentioned were summed up with some details left out. I would definitely recommend reading them for yourself. As always, don't forget to support your local library. This has been Selena with Tales of Fae and Folklore.